Welcome back to another edition of TC Braves Nation. I'm your host, Brandon Romans, joined in studio with my student co-host, Caleb Castile and Balin Middleton. Guys, glad to see you here this morning. I know we have a lot to talk about, so we'll go ahead and get started, Caleb. What you got on the plate for us this morning? Well, starting off this episode, we have to get recap some sports from around the campus. Um, football, starting off with them, they took a tough 54-12 loss on the road at Baldwin. And uh, they play Kosuth Friday night, which is a big game. Kosuth, a big rival, um, and we'll see what they we'll see, we'll see what they're really made of. Baldwin, a really good school, really tough school down in two A. When they, I'm pretty sure they're in Belmont's division, so I'm pretty sure they'll probably go go a long way in the state playoffs for mm-hmm. sure in that division. But uh, but another tough loss for the Braves. You know, maybe we had something after last week, but we just couldn't get any momentum going at all in the game. They're running back. I mean, he looked like Saquon Barkley out there. It was kind of ridiculous, but 54 to 12, the scoreboard certainly wasn't pretty, but I think the effort showed by the team was very a big upgrade from last season. Mm-hmm. The effort from the offense and the defense both. And I think eventually once we get a good night, you're going to see the improvements on the team. And there again, just being able to shake off a loss like that, come back and play again, get ready. I know Coach will have them ready to go this coming Friday night, and that's such a big, important uh, thing with a new new coach and a new team, basically, um, is just being able to overcome adversity and push forward. Put that behind you. That one's been played, but we still have a lot of football to go forward. Definitely. Yeah. So, moving on from that, volleyball, we got to talk about them because what a game it was oh my Thursday goodness. night. Wow. Um, if you were either tuning in from the broadcast or there in person, you will understand what we're talking about. But it was pure insanity. It was the 2013 Iron Bowl of volleyball. Oh, wow, games, it was. Certain. You know, we did um, we did see some people leave early, Well, and they ended up missing the best part of the mm-hmm. game because, I mean – uh, set one and two split, and then when we ended up in set three, it just it, it took off from there from the Lady Braves. So, I mean, I know, Balin, you're one of the uh, players on that team, and I can say from us just sitting up in the booth, we could see the intensity. We could, we could just see a, a shift in focus and everything from that, from that set forward. Is there anything you can tell us about what, what actually caused that, caused that shift to take place? Seeing everyone leave, we were really like, why is everyone leaving? Do they not believe in us? And it really motivated us to prove people wrong and set the doubters to, like, think about that we are good enough to win. We Mm -hmm. are good enough to push through hard times. And it really helped motivate us, and we're becoming more confident with huge wins on Saturday over Hickory Flat again and Choctaw County. Mm -hmm. And I think we're ready for to play Ripley tomorrow. I mean tonight. And I just think we're ready. Well, I think so too. Like I said, you know, it's it's a it's a battle, Caleb, as we were sitting there watching. It's it's not over until that last ball hits out of bounds or hits the floor somewhere. So um, there again, don't give up on your Lady Braves early. I guess is the is the moral to this story. Do not leave the game early. That is that's the most pet peeve that I've I ever have with fans. Like the people that just even when the game, like if you're getting beat sixty two to nothing in football and you leave in the fourth quarter, okay, fine, I understand. But the thing was, it was still a game, and like half of our student section just pieced out. And why? Like why even show up at that point? 
I know it. It kind of irritated me. But you, uh, you were irritated. You I was you passed the note irritated. over to me while we were broadcasting. Yes. Me and Mr. Uh, Omens on the broadcast, we passed each other notes of stuff that can't go over the air. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, the game. I mean, we had that. We took set one and had set two, I believe, where we were up by like ten points, and they came back and beat us. And then they, it looked like they were just going to run away with it. And then we won set four, and set five was probably the most insane fifteen points I ever saw in my I life. I think so. I think Controversy. so. I mean, the line, the net. Well, Will, you did name the net, by the way. Will, for those of you that do not know, the net is now an entity unto itself. It's now Wilt Chamberlain. It was a really fun fifth set because there was so much competitive energy in the air, and the people that stayed really deserve a shout-out because they, are, they were so great, and they kept the energy alive in the building. They did, and there again um, – it's not over till it's over. So, especially in volleyball, my favorite my ki- favorite key phrase, momentum, as you well know, that can that can shift on a on a dime or turn on a dime, and then boom, you have a set number five like we saw uh, last Thursday night. That was some intense volleyball. I do have to say, I think that's the best. I think that's the best volleyball I've seen in at least two years played here at TC was that set number five. I'd like I'd like to see that in every every set and I think you could you could sweep every team in three, no problem, uh playing like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, well for all the all the people out there who t- like to talk about strength of schedule and be like, oh well all they play is Walmart and Piggly Wiggly. Well we have not played Walmart <laughs> and Piggly Wiggly. No. We have played pretty much the Alabamas and Ohio States of the That's Mississippi right. volleyball world. Um so maybe that set us up good for a division stand here, home game against Ripley, and then we have four straight division road games against all four of the other teams in our division. And you have to say hats off to Coach Middleton on that. I mean, he put together one tough schedule for, for y'all to play in. He was not picking easy teams. It's, it's definitely uh, you have played the best of the best so far this season. So it's, it's been really fun to watch. And, of course, we wish you the best of luck tonight. As you take on Ripley, I know we get started at uh, at 4.30 with middle school. Mm-hmm. Uh, that will be live streamed. You can find that on the Tishomingo County School District website under Watch Live and then go in and click the icon for Tishomingo County High School. We'll start that broadcast at 4.30 uh, and then we'll move from that game to uh, junior varsity. We'll play after the middle school. And of course, they play kind of a condensed game. They only play the to three, the best two out of three. Uh, so those games are a little shorter than the varsity games. And then around 6.30 or so, 6.37, we'll go into the varsity Lady Braves match that we're all waiting on. So there again, there's some good volleyball even in the middle school and junior varsity. I've enjoyed watching watching our upcoming TC Lady Braves play so far in that. So be sure to check that out, and you can catch all the action wherever you are on our live stream make sure to tune into the middle school games because seeing coach jeffries become the head coach is something in it's as a phenomenon in its own and hey i'm gonna to have to give a shout out to coach jeffries for the national anthem thursday night she she came came to us and was like i, I want to sing the national anthem we're like okay she was great that was wow really good. wow that was i was not expecting i was not expecting that so that that was quite an exciting thing. Thanks, thank you, Coach Jeffries, for uh, volunteering to do that. Such an important part of everything we do here at TC. 
Well, transitioning away from volleyball a little bit, cross country ran at Hickory Flat on Saturday, and they had uh, some fun in the mud. It had oh, rained man. the night before, and it was a mud fest. The shoes and the uniforms, everything, you'd be surprised if it didn't leave Hickory Flat in stained brown mud. Oof. It was a mess, but I do want to say shout-out to Destiny Simmons and Haley Richardson-Nebo on top 25 finishes and Tyson Anglin on another top 20 finish, so that's two for him. And overall, I'm sure they fought hard against some of the best programs in North Mississippi. I saw the list. And it was pretty much anybody that's anybody in the in the area. So great job for them to come out with some good placing finishes. That's right. We always like to see cross country do well. And, oh, my goodness, that takes a lot of dedication. I've watched all of the cross country team members through the summer up here on, you know, 100-degree days almost out running. And, wow, that's dedica- that's dedication. It's amazing what they do. They run every single day. I was talking to Saban, and he was like, we run three to seven miles every day. And I was like, I don't know how. It's either hot or cold. Y'all got some real dedication. I know. That is. I've, I've seen them, and I'm like, wow. I don't think I could have done that when I was Mm-mm. their age. I know I couldn't do it now. <laughs> but, wow. But we do. We've got a lot lot going on. And, of course, you know, after this wraps, we've got track. We've got basketball on the way. It, it's, a, it's a full slate of activities here at TC mm-hmm. over the next few months. Band is kicking off September 24th in Russellville, Alabama. That's mm-hmm. great. That, that's their first competition, I believe, isn't it? Yes. Well, I know we've got a band under the direction of Mr. Strom and also our drum major, Cole Richardson, Mm -hmm. is directing the band on the field. So, you know, we wish those uh, individuals the best of luck as they take on their competition. Very, very important thing band is here at TC. It does bring a lot of spirit to all of the games, and we always love to to see what they've got in store for us. Mm-hmm. Real quick before we transition to the next thing, I do want to say a shout-out to the um, the TC cheer squad for sitting out through the, the rainy weather on the Friday night game at Baldwin and uh, all the fans that made the drive up or down to rather than the Baldwin Bearcats Stadium. Um, it was a messy night, but they got through it. So, shout out to them for sticking through it all. And uh, so, transitioning a little bit back to what you said earlier, we got some winter sports coming up, basketball soon, and the Lady Braves Revenge Tour kicks off on the 22nd, <laughs> I think. Yes. 22nd. Who do we play? Um, It's a jamboree here, so I don't think we have the schedule yet. 22nd okay. of o- October, right. Yes. Okay. Well, whoever we play, I'm sure we n- need to beat them by at least 30. Um. The Lady Braves kind of dominated the regular season last year. I mean, they beat pretty much everyone they played by 30, 40 points up until they played some of the 6A schools, and then they got towards the end and had to play a couple of rough games that they lost. Then went on that long playoff run, you know, the the Pontotoc game in the Elite Eight, something I'll never forget, certainly. Mm -hmm. That was the most electric atmosphere in any high school game I ever saw. And then the Final Four game against the – Buccaneers or Baby Pirates or whatever they were, beat them <laughs> in overtime. And then the tough loss in the championship yep. to Choctaw. Um, we got to get it back to them. We got to get back to Jackson. It, I mean, if we get back to Jackson, I don't think there's anybody that's going to stop us. I don't think so. I don't think so. I know y'all are ready. Yes, we are. I know y'all are ready. You've, got, you've had a year almost to 
sit back, well, at least six, seven months. We're practicing hard and getting back into things, and we're just ready for this season to kick off. Mm-hmm. I know we're all ready for it as well. Love watching the basketball here. So as you always hear us say, come on out. It's it's a few dollars for a great night of entertainment and a lot of fun to watch all of the student athletes compete here at Tishomingo County. A lot of work and dedication goes into all of these programs. Mm-hmm. And not to leave out the boys, but the boys' basketball team starts up with the girls soon, mm-hmm. um, trying to avenge the no playoffs last year and come back and make the playoffs and see how far they can go. I know Landon Hemphill and Connor Bullen, and they are working really well, working really good, and they're trying to get better and get back to the playoffs. Yeah, they have. I know Coach Parsons is working, working uh, the crew very hard, practicing them hard, and I know he'll come in and join us. Uh, before too much longer as we get closer to basketball season and give us an update on his program and how it's go- how it's progressing and what we can look forward to on the boys' side this year, Caleb. And also in the winter, soccer's coming up. First game scheduled at home against Boonville on November 3rd. So if I would have any advice to any of you coming out to watch some soccer games, come to the ones in early November. That way it's not 20 <laughs> degrees and freezing. It will be it will be snowing on November 3rd, Caleb. It probably my will. Prediction. No, no, I say I that. That'll be, that's, that's my prediction. Uh, and, goodness, seeing y'all play in ice and snow last year, that's mm-hmm. just that's just crazy. I don't know how y'all do that. It's a different kind of t- mental toughness. <laughs> we'll call it mental toughness. We'll call it mental toughness. <laughs> um, so – Anybody managed to catch any college football games this weekend? Oh, goodness. Well, I watched the Crimson Tide in Texas and, uh, like I said, yelled enough through mm-hmm. that game. So how bad do you think Texas beats Bama without if Ewers doesn't get hurt? Oh, my goodness, I don't know. I don't know. After that, I'm, I am, I'm exhausted, so I don't I even mean, want to make any predictions. Ba- Bama looked dead. They did. They it was just looked dead. They and they – penalties and oh, the, the penalties the safety you know. the no call safety in the end zone when they sacked Bryce Young in the back oh, yeah. of the end zone and then you were getting hurt it was luck was certainly on Bama's side it but was. the, but it the was referees were not the flags were flying from everywhere got to get the got to get the penalties under control I know coach Saban will be working on that I'm sure coach Saban's also going <laughs> to <Probably. laughs> Coach Saban's also going to run the dog out of the players that were throwing horns down at the yeah, fans after the game. Yeah, you know, that's kind of uh, – you escape with a win. That's not really a time to be celebrating. celebrating. I can I can agree with him on that one. So, we'll see. We'll see what uh, happens this coming week. So, well, it, did, it did knock them out of the top spot. They did move Georgia mm-hmm. above Alabama, I believe rightfully so, on that. So, mm-hmm. Well, Georgia's dominated both teams they played so far, and one of those is a – power five powerhouse out in Oregon yeah so they probably deserve it right now um but once again no matter how good Texas is or how bad they are it's a tough environment to go into I mean LSU 2019 possibly one of the greatest college football teams we've ever seen out of a single season and they had a really good game out in Austin Mm -hmm. so it's a tough environment to go into no matter if you're Alabama or if you're Arkansas State you know it is it is it's a tough it's a tough place to play and there again anywhere when you get in the southeastern conference it's it's a tough it's a tough game um mm-hmm. again i still think we have the toughest conference in the country so the environment of people and the Everybody there is a big difference. Well, yes. it is. It is a religion. <laughs> it is a religion. <laughs> so. it is a, oh man. Well, 
Mississippi State football looking good. Uh, two back-to-back late-night games. Could we please start playing at a more reasonable time? Yes. I do not want to have to stay up till 2 a.m. again to watch a game. Well, you were at the previous – Mississippi I was State at the, game. Yes, the Mississippi the State at Memphis rained. game. The, the oh. lightning delay drove me, my family, and a bunch of others home. But uh, they were able to come out with the win over Memphis. Pretty much dominated up until the third quarter and hit some roadblocks. And then Arizona game, we did not really play good. We did not really play even okay. But we still won by 22. So I feel like an Alabama fan complaining about a 22-point <laughs> win. But, you know, <laughs> we didn't really execute sloppy turnovers, fumbles, I mean penalties. Our receiving core just bailed us out. Caleb Ducking, oh, my goodness. There is nobody in the SEC. I don't care how good you are. Nobody in the SEC is going to be able to cover that man. He's like a six-foot-five version of Devontae Smith. Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> it is. It is insane. I, I saw some clips of that, and that's that's crazy. It's insane that he's at Mississippi State, too, because usually the the tall, big athletes are in Alabama or Auburn or Georgia or somewhere like that, mm-hmm. but yes. I, we landed him, and – along with Wally and Austin Williams and Ra-Ra and all the other great receiving corps headed up by Will Rogers, who is, in my opinion, at least top three quarterback in the nation right now. You know, how far will this team go? It's We really haven't been tested yet, I believe, but I think that's coming when we have a night game, 5 p.m. kickoff this Saturday at Death Valley in Louisiana oh. State, LSU. Mm-hmm. That's a very tough game. That is. LSU took a win. tough loss in week one against Florida State on the block PAT. They put 100 and something on Southern or whatever, whoever they played. They put 100 on Piggly Wiggly. And uh, they're coming <laughs> back, back and they're going to be ready. So it'll be good to see. I believe if we beat LSU, we probably will be ranked in the top 25 going I think into the so. Next yes, week. I, I think so. So it's a big game. It's really the first test. Because this team goes through the gauntlet. I mean, they play Arkansas, A&M, Kentucky, Georgia, Alabama, all in like within the span of six weeks. Yes. I think they're feeling good right now coming off of two big wins. Mm-hmm. You know, the SEC really has a lot of fakers and a lot of makers. You know, you could say Kentucky's a very legitimate opponent after going into the swamp and beating mm-hmm. Florida. And they're sitting at 2-0, and but Texas A&M, man – we got to talk about Texas A&M. What a faker. I mean, they they are at home. They paid $1.5 million, ranked number six in the nation, an Appalachian State. Did we not learn any lessons from Michigan a few years ago? <laughs> no kidding. Appalachian State comes in and beats them 17-14. to 14. Yep. Texas A&M offense looked about as inefficient as a bank when it's closing. I mean, it's ridiculous. And then Marshall goes up to goes out to <laughs> Notre Dame and beats the the Irish after their I'm, tough loss to I'm, Ohio State. I'm, I'm hats off to Marshall. I can't yes. I can't stand hats off Notre to the Dame. Sun Belt. Sorry, hats yeah. off to the Sun Belt. That's they produced two road wins against top ten opponents in the same week. That's like some stuff that like the Big Twelve and the Pac Twelve can't do. That's right. Crazy. That's right. Crazy. When this is only we're headed into week. Let's see, three? week three. Mm-hmm. So wow, it's just getting three. started. It is just getting started. It is getting started. Was there anything else, guys? We need to hit this morning before I gotta we wrap talk it up. Some, I got to talk, address something. Okay. If I get another message from an Ole Miss fan after they beat Walmart, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go crazy. They don't play nobody for the first six weeks of schedule, and they're going to start six and zero and be ranked like number eight, and it's going to drive me insane. But once they play real teams, they're going to go seven and five. I guarantee it. 
Well, there, there you heard it, people. As, as you know, um, we have stopped trying to hide Caleb's bias towards sure. state and Ole Miss. So. It's not really biased. It's, it's just being right. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay. All right. Well, direct your inquiries to you can find Caleb mm-hmm. and Balin on that. So all Ole Miss fans out there, don't come, don't come attack me on this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, me. So football coming up. The NFL had a week one. And I'm sure that made all the fantasy football owners very stressed out about that. Really good performances. I got to say, the Monday night football game last night between the Broncos and the Seahawks, Russell Mm -hmm. Wilson's return to Seattle, that was a really good game. I mean, the Broncos missed a field goal at the end, and Seattle won it somehow. I don't understand how they're going to win games with Drew Locke as their quarterback, but uh, they got it done. It's props (laughs) them. And – we want to wish Dak a speedy recovery. Broke his finger at the end of the Buccaneers-Cowboys game. It's a tough loss, but uh, he really needs to get traded off of Dallas. I mean, that team's just not functional. Yeah. It's just not. They don't know what they're doing. They're like a – I mean, they run their team as a business and not a team. And I think that's, that's a problem true. with many big organizations it's such as the Cowboys, the Yankees, the Lakers. You know, these big sports brands that they run it as a business and they sometimes forget – they have to succeed on the field too, um, but of course I say that, and the Yankees are have one of the best records in baseball right now. But still, <laughs> the Cowboys—I don't know what their issue is. They didn't even have a backup quarterback on the roster until like a couple of days ago. So I don't know how you excuse that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It is. Well, all right. So everyone tonight, volleyball against Ripley here. At TC at the Coliseum, the arena. TC Coliseum. Still still not named it yet. So it's a big game. We need everybody to come out and support the Lady Braves. We'll get started at 4.30 tonight. Live stream will kick off at 4.30. And then around 6.37, we will have the varsity match. So everybody come out and support the Lady Braves tonight. Thank you, Caleb. Thank you, Balin, for sitting in today for another edition of TC Braves Nation. I'm Brandon Romans, and we'll see you next time. 